Hey friend, welcome to the Socially Modern Podcast, where I'm your host, Stephanie Mainville. I've built a six-figure real estate business solely using social media and digital marketing. When I first began in real estate, I felt pretty alone in this archaic industry. If that's how you felt too, I started this podcast with you in mind. So grab your notebook as we dig into tactical business tips to grow online and use modern marketing methods to level up your business. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Socially Modern. This week's episode is going to be a replay of what I spoke about when I was asked to talk to the Women's Council of Realtors for Fresno, California. I was so honored. Another real estate agent that I have been friends with on Instagram for some time now reached out and had asked if I wouldn't mind speaking to their women's council. So that was really fun and exciting. And I was, you know, brought to talk about some of the tools and systems that I personally use in my business to keep me, you know, sane and functioning to continue pushing forward in my own business and towards new goals. So let's back it up for a second. Uh, As a mom of three, I can absolutely attest to having an overflowing plate. And at times it felt difficult to manage. Okay. Being completely real here. I am the mom, you know, that wants to attend all of my kids' things, never missing a beat, making home-cooked meals every single night, all while on the other hand, wanting to be successful and having this thriving real estate career, Uh, just truly wanting the best of both worlds. Now, (laughs) I am sure that many of you can relate. At the end of the day, you know, we all just want the very best for our families and ourselves and somehow managing to juggle everything that we do. My intention with today's topic is that you'll at least walk away with one new piece of information, if not several, to help you get back some time when there's tools out there to help you do all of this, okay? When I first began my real estate career, I had two very small children and my oldest This was six years ago, and currently there are 13, 8, and 7, so uh, you can do the math on that. Life was very full, but I had an opportunity to get my real estate license, and without holding back, I just jumped in. I wanted to be the best, and I wanted to pursue it relentlessly to reach some goals that I had. From just some basic life experiences in college and starting out on a team, I had some basic processes put into place, but not many and not many or any of my own, if that makes sense. So over the time of my career, you know, things started to take off and I was selling homes more and more consistently. I was building a book of clients and I did what most real estate agents and really a lot of small business owners in general do. And that was, you know, I was, I was busy and I had a lack of the backend systems to really continue working my database on a consistent and constant basis. And really even, you know, being able to reach back out to those previous and past clients. So I had always heard of, you know, more, the more known well ways to market yourself, all the things like pop buys, appreciation parties, or events, mailers, you know, stuff like that. All of those things are absolutely great to be doing if you're doing them. Uh, 
But you know, when you were sitting in a position, maybe like myself, where I had neglected to build out you know, my own systems, it can make doing those things so much harder to manage. To give you some perspective, over the course of my career, I moved three brokerages and I finally landed where I'm at right now, where I currently hang my license. And in every move, you know, I had a new email, a new CRM, a new everything. And sometimes I didn't get every prospect's information always coming along with me. So, you know, I was also kind of in this place too, where I was in overload. I was overwhelmed and I had a lot of workload. I oftentimes thought, how could I implement a lot of these like marketing strategies, you know, all along with wearing like lead generation, marketing, showing and listing agent hats, right? It's just a lot to juggle. And not only that, how will I also have some sort of balance where I'm still supporting my role as a wife and a mom. And, you know, these are obviously the very reasons why I even want to be successful in the first place. So the truth is I was really thinking too small. I was too in the box and I wasn't fully utilizing every digital opportunity I had at my fingertips. And honestly, most of them are free. Huge wake up call comes in 2020 we had to kind of shift how we were operating our businesses, right? I had, of course, been using social media marketing as my number one lead source and place to stay in touch with past clients effectively, but I was still running out for coffee meetings sporadically throughout the week and the weekend. I never stopped to sit and think how inefficient that this was truly for me and my business and a little bit of my sanity too (laughs) with all of the running around. So not until I was reaching sales goals that were, you know, more time demanding and at a point where I had started a podcast, you know, I was beginning to grow a team nationally partnering with women across the country that all want to market in the same ways as well. My time was just even more stretched thin. And on top of that, I was homeschooling my three kids because Remember, it was 2020, so just add pre-K, first grade, sixth grade teachers all onto the roster too. So at this moment in my business, I wasn't really completely sure how I was going to handle everything, but I will say I was very determined, and it wasn't until I was forced to move part of my business handlings online, outside of social media, of course, you know, versus in person, that I had this realization that this was actually so much better. And it started to make me question a lot of the areas in my business that I could improve, right? I could create so much better, you know, organization and processes for myself, any assistance or future help that I might bring on. And of course, a better client experience too. So, you know, now my only wish is that I had done this so much sooner in my business that I even knew about it but that's how we learn and we grow, right? So to save me time, money, and overall, you know, just create ways to reach out to my past and my future clients more easily and without as much time, money, and output, it's time that we ask ourselves this question. And that is, am I able to scale the current systems that I'm using right now in my business? Are they scalable? I really did start to ask myself this very question And again, with a weekly podcast, the team, and my own sales, 
How can I give and pour into each without completely losing my freaking mind? How can I hire an assistant if I couldn't give them a list of emails for my database because it's over here, it's over there, somewhere in this other email that I have? You know, I know that we are all guilty of having areas of improvement in our businesses when it comes to systems and automation. So what better time, right, to talk about this than before the new year, we can enter the new year feeling refreshed with our new business goals and of course, maybe some new automation even. I got this question in my DMs recently, which asked me if I keep a CRM or a spreadsheet. And the spreadsheet that I talk about in some of the podcast episodes is truly just my like Rolodex is how I can best describe it, right? This is going to be my entire sphere of influence. It's going to have all of my past clients. I have people's addresses for things like Christmas cards even, right? I have, you know, house anniversaries if I've sold them a house and just that kind of good information in there. My CRM is used completely differently and I am working on a podcast actually to go into that more in depth, but I did want to answer that question because I was sure that I may receive that again after this podcast. So moving on to one of the first changes that I made out of necessity really was implementing those virtual consultations, right? I usually always meet with my prospective home buying clients and we sit down and we go through my home buying guide and remember that I was doing this all over town. I was meeting people at convenient coffee shops or meeting places for them at, you know, all days of the week and any hour of the day within reason, of course, but still, you know, people work. And so maybe I was running out to meet them at like 6 PM and, you know, when you're running a business, time is money there's all of that drive time in there. And so this was really just starting to be very inefficient for my time. And, you know, even for them, it can make it easier to do it online, even for the cross party. So a better client experience. So I began holding at the very least every potential buying client virtually through Zoom. So Zoom has become my best friend. If you have not implemented Zoom or some type of online consultation system, you absolutely should. I can have multiple call types within Zoom with different specifications so that my calls are very organized and I know what I'm meeting each individual person for even. So now as my business has grown in more ways, I'm you know not only meeting with home buyers, I'm meeting with agents too. So the calls are automatically labeled differently, which is so helpful in keeping me organized. It's like I've got this little assistant working back there for me. And then that led me to my next thought, which was how inefficient the booking process was with me. Really, I have to give credit to like my hairstylist who gave me the initial inspiration here. (laughs) She had this easy online booking platform. And I know that you've probably used something like this, right? And I thought to myself, I was like, this is so great because instead of having to text me, like having her text me dates and times, and then, you know, waiting for my response. So that way she can move on to another client and get them booked for their appointment, right? It was all automated and it was what the customer's doing. And those reminder texts that I get, those texts are so good, right? Because before I was a business owner, I hadn't implemented a digital calendar. I didn't really need one. My husband wasn't going to use one if you listen to previous episodes, then you know this. 
but I really needed those text reminders and still do sometimes. And so you have to think, so do our clients, right? This is going to eliminate a lot of no-show appointments and last-minute rescheduling so that that way I don't waste any time on my end. I don't even have to do the rescheduling side of it because my software, my systems, they all do that for me and I'm not wasting that time. So, you know, then it kind of moved me into the next set here when we're talking about scheduling and appointments. I started using Calendly now for all of my booking needs. You've probably heard me mention this before, but just so you know, just what one meeting type with Calendly is actually free. So when I had started, I I was like, hey, it's free. It's one meeting type. What's the harm in trying it out this way? Not only that, I realized that I could do so much more than just having my clients book a time and get a reminder text from my system, right? I could sync this to my digital calendar, which now I use, right? Because I'm a business owner. So personally, I use Gmail Suite for everything. But I could also, you guys, not only that, customize a questionnaire and send follow-up emails after a successful meeting. Mind completely blown. So let's break this down really quick. We all have had a lead or a client ghost us at, you know, all of a sudden, and they were supposed to be on a meeting or a call that we were going to have. So it's it's seriously just such a bummer when this happens too, because we work so freaking hard for every single yes that we get in sales and commission-based businesses. And at least with like your CRM IDX website that you have, when someone, you know, filters through there, you have some kind of way to continue reaching out to them. If I only have had like one form of reaching out to them, say it's their phone number or maybe they sent me a DM because that's pretty common through their social media profile, like that's how a lot of times I'm booking these consultations, then I'm pretty much SOL on any other form of marketing and keeping my name front and center, right? They could ghost me online. They could totally block me if they wanted to. (laughs) Maybe DMs is just all that I have. But, you know, problem solved here with Calendly, things just got so much better because at the moment of their booking, when they're writing the high of saying yes, not and feeling any doubt, right? They're booking a consultation and they're filling out this custom questionnaire that I've created where now not only am I receiving, you know, maybe one form of contact methods, I am receiving three, you know, an email, a phone number, and maybe even their social media profile. uh, So I can see because they're probably following me and I want to make sure that I'm following them back. If they're also needing to sell, then possibly four ways to reach out to them, right? Because you're getting their current home address. So I hope that your mind is just exploding right now with all of the opportunities to connect with, stay in touch with, market yourself, you know, through this this kind of system and this automation. Like I still get super excited over, you know, these questionnaires and forms and processes. So it's just so exciting when you're a business owner. So now, you know, whether or not that they follow through with the meeting, maybe something comes up and they need to reschedule, maybe they completely ghost altogether. I do have their information and other details and I can continue, you know, sending them good information through newsletters and through other things just to keep them updated on what's happening in the market, keep in touch with them, that kind of thing until they are ready to buy a house, you know, life happens. We totally get that. So you see, when I started to do this all with just the change of going virtual for consultations, it kind of had this like snowball effect. 
And next, I needed to make sure that my digital calendar, of course, was in order because I needed Calendly to know when I was busy. And it wasn't just going to magically know this, right? So that that way, you know, clients and for consults and things like that weren't, you know, double booking. I could avoid that mess altogether. So I hopped onto the Google train <laughs> and I began just customizing my schedule. So I've talked about, you know, time blocking a little bit. I time blocked everything like basically down to when I hope to and plan to like eat breakfast, when I go to the gym, when I like to, you know, check my emails, what are my hour blocks, right? I made sure that my homeschooling morning hours are also blocked out as busy so that that way I have dedicated time to be their teacher each day. Of course, there's days where this varies, but the consistency is there. And of course, when that block is over, then it's time for me to get to work. And I realized this was not only improving my systems in the digital sense, but it was holding me accountable to so much more that I was capable of. The little gaps of my time in the day that were being wasted or less efficient because I was, you know, bopping around that kind of thing. It, it was improving. Not completely fixed. I will say, I like to keep it real here. We're all human, but you know, better nonetheless. So now I can wake up in the morning or check it the night before. And I can see right on my phone, because I keep the Google calendar app on my phone as well. I can see while I'm getting ready or while I'm drinking coffee or whatever I'm doing, you know, that night before. So I can mentally prepare and I know what I'm doing that next day. I know what my goals are for the day. I know where my time blocks are at. And so that's where it's so amazing. Okay, so now that I had my consults moved virtually, being booked online with a systemized calendar that automatically filled in my appointments, I began thinking about how to automatically sync the potential clients that I was meeting with, right, into my CRM or my email marketing that I use through Flowdesk. By the way, Flowdesk, if you're interested in it and you don't have it yet, it's an email marketing platform. I do have a link for it in the show notes where you can grab a discount. So feel free to click that there. Okay, so I was introduced to Zapier by a colleague of mine, actually, another real estate agent. And I am still still finding ways to create what they like to call Zaps, which basically connects one software to another. So currently I have my Calendly aka my appointment setter, right, synced to my email marketing platform, Flowdesk. And this will auto-input their first and last name as well as their email into my email marketing system directly from Calendly. Again, it's almost like having an assistant, but without having to pay for one <laughs> to do some of the legwork to connect everything. And it really frees up my time to do less data entry and focus more on what I need to be doing, which is marketing myself and my business, creating leads and nurturing them throughout their individual processes. And then of course, client onboarding and all that that entails. There are truly so many zaps that you can create. It's something that, again, I'm still finding out new ways to use it to the fullest. I wouldn't call myself an expert on Zapier, Zapier, however you, you say it. There's so much potential. So if you want to, you know, go in there and kind of kind of check it out a little bit, I highly recommend it. And if you're paying someone to manually input leads, maybe from one software to another, then you will probably find that Zapier is you know, an amazing automation tool that you should be using and you're missing it. So definitely check that out. Now that I have all of these behind the scenes systems in place, 
Uh, I do really want to share a couple, some great tools that I use to keep track of current projects, like client statuses in their escrow processes and, you know, more. And that is with Trello. So I use Trello mostly to track projects by like big projects, monthly, weekly, daily tasks. Uh, it's great if you have a checkli- checklist kind of mind like me. And you just like to check off the list, you know what I mean? Um, so in this case, you're actually going to slide what is being worked on into a new deck or the completed deck. Uh, and there are so many ways to make Trello your own. They have, you know, uh, templates that you can go in and use. So really, you can do so much. I know that there are other agents and business owners out there that also use these types of, um, you know, uh, project tracking for communication with other team members. So if you have a TC that exclusively works with you or that you want to include in there so you can see where the process is at or, or whatnot, or you have a specific checklist, like absolutely, this is a really cool tool. There's other types of, of these project trackers out there, but Trello is is really awesome. So you know, you'll be able to assign tasks and see visually like what's in queue completed, which is so nice. So again, whether it's just you or you'd like to be in the digital space and you like organizing your tasks or handling your business with a team, this can be a really good tool. Okay, next up, one of my favorite email marketing platforms that I already mentioned is Flowdesk. So you will not have to spend a bunch of time, which is why I love it, to try and find simple, professional, and aesthetic designs anymore. Everything that I do for my business, my main goal is to find you know apps or integrations like this that can easily represent me and my branding. And I know that most of us have access to a CRM, IDX through our brokerages, and you can send emails through there. Absolutely, I get that question. But for me personally, they're just not the kind of emails that I would want to read on the receiving end, right? It's not going to be the like newsletter-y type emails. It's not going to be the getting to know me type emails and what's going on in the you know town or state that I live in, that kind of thing. So with Flowdesk, my emails are perfectly curated. And not only that, I can organize all of my subscribers into different categories. So I can have a freebies page and different sales loops. It is a fantastic way to grow your database and your reach and stay in touch. And trust me when I say, like, I obviously preach using social media in your business, but I also preach having a space that you control so that if your social media profile was no more, would you still have a way to reach everyone in your database and in your sphere you know, from all of your marketing efforts that you're doing online. So something else that I love about email marketing is it's really opened my eyes to the possibilities to improve my client experiences too. Within Flowdesk, there's something called workflows. And a workflow is basically a series of emails that are automatically sent over a period of time that you choose when they're triggered and when they're triggered into the right category. So let's say I have a trigger marked for home buyers once they have a pre-qualification. Then they can receive a series of emails from me, all timed out accurately to give them information about the upcoming processes to look forward to. You know, this just did like so much for me as a business owner. One, I look more professional and organized than ever. And two, I have a constant contact without having to physically go in and email, text, or call them with all of these updates that are typically pretty repetitive, right? Maybe you're in some type of service-based business where 
maybe you're an esthetician and you're giving facials, right? And you have your set menu of facials and maybe you have like before care or after care. And that's something that you're going to say to every single person that books that with you, then that's something that could be put into some type of automate automation like this. So uh, if you haven't jumped on the email marketing bandwagon, think of it this way. It's it's just like your mailers, right? But we've reached the digital age where you can now send things out right from your desk, no need to print, fold and stuff. And you just saved yourself a bunch of marketing money and probably time. And lastly, my last two favorites for social media are Planoly and Milkshake. So Planoly is my content planning and scheduling tool. Uh, having a social media presence of some kind in our current day and age, of course, is necessary. And while not everyone may want to use social media to the extent that I do, it's still important to have and all the more reason that you should probably be automating the social media side of things in your life. And you can even automate reels now. It is really a big deal that we can start automating our Reels posts now as well because we we honestly couldn't do that up until recently. So while you can't completely set it and forget it, I will say with social media, you can set up a lot at once and let them post. Get in the habit of batch creating and setting up your social media at least a week ahead of time. Take some baby steps, right? Say a week and then maybe it's two weeks. And maybe you're the kind of person that wants to get four weeks ahead of time. That's amazing and fantastic. You can absolutely do that. Planoly is very user-friendly. It's such a great tool to not only auto-schedule, but you can save hashtags. You can view insights in there. You can you know, look at the calendar and see what national holidays are coming up in the next month. And maybe I want to include some of that in my content. But It's great for seeing what your content is looking like for the next month before it's been posted and shared too. Uh, So very, very useful. And then finally, my milkshake is my absolute favorite app. It's not a website, so you'll have to get it from the app store. I just want to say it is super user-friendly, so you can definitely, you know, figure this out on your phone. Again, going back to my preference with Flowdesk, I just prefer tools that I can customize to match my branding and really represent me for the you know recognition purposes. I love that I can really design my mini milkshake website to match everything. This little site does so much for me. It houses all of my important links for my customers to find on social media. Instagram only allows you to have that one link in bio. So this is the area that you want to put your milkshake site in so that you can have multiple links. And some of those links, just to give you some ideas that you could be using in there, are links back to your CRM IDX website, links to your listings for your IDX website, uh, a newsletter, YouTube, recent blog posts, articles about you, and maybe achievements, your Zillow profile, your Google page that has your ratings, right? Whatever it is that you could include. This is where you want to do this. So, all right, you guys, thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you found a tip in here to be useful. I would love it if you shared that you are listening and tag me on social media. I love seeing those posts so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week and a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Socially Modern Podcast. Are you interested in joining the Socially Modern Collective? We are a national real estate team focused on building our businesses the socially modern way. If you'd like more info, book a discovery call with me linked in the show notes.
don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, also linked in the show notes. And follow me and this show on Instagram at HeyStephanieMainville and at SociallyModern. Modern.